You're listening to Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A brought to you by Blueprint MCAD. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm excited. I'm excited too. I'm excited to help you and answer some questions that you might have. What can, what can we start with today? Okay, so my first question, well, the question is um, about my clinical experience, because majority of my clinical experience has been being a family care taker, caretaker for my family specifically. But now I'm doing like scribing and I'm trying to get more clinical experience just because I feel like that will be a weak part of my application. Okay. I don't know if it's enough or is it just right of just doing scribing or should I do more to overcompensate years of not doing clinical experience? Uh, How much scribing have you done? Well, I started in April. April of 2021. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And when are you applying to medical school? I wanted to apply this cycle, but I don't know if, if just starting in April, is that too little of amount of time of scribing, which obviously sounds like it is, but um, that's pretty much it. Okay. And it sounds like you have clinical experience from being a caretaker. Yeah. And and, and explain that situation. Oh, so in 2017, my grandfather was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. So my family gave me the, like, gave me like, okay, this is your job because you only go to school. So <laughs> like, yeah, school, that's nothing. You have plenty of time for other things. Yeah. <laughs> so I would literally go back and forth from like his chemos to like doing hydration to like going to school and like doing like school in a hospital in my car. Yeah. Like so a lot of stuff from 2017. He passed away in 2018. Mm. Then my mom got diagnosed with breast cancer and then I had to take care of her again. Obviously, I will take care of her. You yeah. know, that was just another like doing the same routine, but I was already used to, I guess I got adjusted to it. So yeah. it was nothing. And then my brother also got diagnosed with cancer. So it's just a long lineage. Wow. Of- What's in the water? <laughs> so I'm sorry. Um, great experience, uh, unfortunate experience, but great experience for you to spend some time with your family members as they're going through with this, but also for you to explore healthcare. The AAMC says, hey, being a caretaker, you should put it on your application as clinical experience because it is. You are really acting as kind of a home health aide, a nurse, kind of a do-it-all person in those situations. So that's great that you can, I mean, it's not great, but you can put it on your application uh, yeah. And I, I would recommend that you do. The question, though, it sounds like is, is that going to hurt me if that's my only clinical experience or if that's the far majority of your clinical experience? And and for me, I think the situation is, it is what it is, right? That is what took up a lot of your time. When you weren't going to school, that's what you were doing for a few years. And then the pandemic hits and you really can't do anything else during that time, potentially. And now all of a sudden, pandemic the pandemic is going away, finally, yay. And you have a scribe job. But if you apply this application cycle, it's only a couple of months of time that you've been a scribe that you can put on your application. Obviously, you can extend out in terms of estimated hours, estimated 
end date, but not a ton of time pre kind of submission of your application. That is that kind of the gist yeah. of what you're concerned about? Yeah, because I mean, I've also done shadowing, but again, the shadowing was like in the middle between everything. So it's not like it's, I guess, my first, I don't know, being in a healthcare setting and stuff like that. I tried yeah. to, but it was just very limited to like clinical and I'm yeah. just shadowing for a couple of hours. Yeah. Let's talk about, let's put that aside for right now. And let's talk about the rest of your application. From a GPA standpoint, with everything going on with your family, were you able to keep your grades up? Well, I just got my um, last semester because I'm a senior now. Okay. So, I, so I got straight A's. Um, Great. The, for that, I got one B. <gasps> and yeah, so it's like a year and a half of a good trend. Okay. Even that. So what's your what's your GPA? Do you know? Have you calculated it? From my transcripts, it's like a 3.4. Okay. But I haven't completed through like, the, I didn't add the other stuff. Okay. So 3.4, potentially better with the new grades. Yeah. And then the trend being good. Have you yeah. thought about potentially needing to take more classes? Have you have you thought about that at all? Yeah, in my gap year, because obviously I'm going to be taking gap year. Um, I didn't know. I was studying for the MCAT, and I'm also debating because I haven't taken an MCAT. Yep. I was doing it, taking just a year and you yeah. know, studying and also maybe doing like a DIY post-bac. Okay. Have you, have you studied for the MCAT at all? Yeah. Have I you studied. registered for the MCAT? I have to put more pressure on me. Okay. But I've been studying. Um, when are you registered to take the MCAT? July 17th. Okay. So a little bit later than I typically like, but still doable. Are you comfortable with where you're at in terms of being ready to take the MCAT on July 17th? I feel good. Obviously, okay. I want to have more practice. I mean, <laughs> I would have just taken it in August and, you know, applying, not even applying. I think that would be less stressful on me, which is what I would want. But then again, it's like, oh, but I got my committee letter. I did my personal statement. I did my, t like, I did everything else. And I'm like, Oh, so now the test is literally stopping me. Um, yeah. GPA. So, so, so there's, there's this thing called the fallacy of sunk costs. And that's exactly what you were just talking about. Well, I already got my committee letter. I already wrote my personal statement. I already have my extracurricular descriptions done. So I might as well apply. Even if you know that that's maybe not the right thing for you. Yeah, pretty much. It's not the right, or like some people say, like, oh, just do it. And I'm like, ah, I don't really want to just do it. But um, yeah, I'm just kind of in debating whether to apply this cycle or the next one. Yeah. Obviously, it will be less stressful on me. I have more time to boost everything. Yeah. And what does your gut tell you? Oh, my gut tells me a lot of things. <laughs> tells me I'm hungry right now. Um, <laughs> what, is your, what does your gut tell you? I've already heard you say it a couple times. <laughs> Saying to like apply next time, not this cycle. Yeah, pretty much. But then it's like, I guess the, not the deuce part of me, but it's just like, oh, just do it. Just do it. You never know. And so, so many students just do it. Thanks, Nike, for that. Right. And, and they put together a terrible application. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that's what you've done because it sounds like you've put in a lot of work already. Last application cycle, the 2020 
2021 application cycle, a lot of students, right? We saw an 18% increase in applications last year because a lot of students just did it. They were like, ooh, there's a chance I don't have to take the MCAT and I can I can still get into medical school. So many students rushed their application. The AAMC is pushing this Dr. Fauci effect for look at all of these, all of these students want to be doctors now because of the pandemic. No, that wasn't it. A lot of students were lazy, didn't want to take the MCAT, so they rushed a crappy application and just paid the AAMC a lot of money for no reason. Um, and and so I don't want you to be put in a situation where the MCAT sounds like it's really the the biggest roadblock for you right now in terms of last things that you need to do to to finish your application. I'm not as concerned about the clinical experience and the shadowing. And that's why I pushed it aside to begin with because of the pandemic, right? What has been horrible for a lot of students and, and just in the world in general is kind of this silver lining for a lot of students where maybe you don't have as as much clinical experience and shadowing as historically would we would have said that's what we kind of want you at but with the pandemic medical schools are like yeah we understand that students are going to be applying with less hours less consistency in everything that they're doing and so for you i think right now there's this weird flip of all of the home care stuff taking care of your family that you were doing is actually a benefit. Maybe historically it was more of a negative if that was the bulk of your time, but you have all of that time. You can talk about it. It impacted you. It impacted your family. And a lot of students aren't going to have that. And they're not going to have more traditional clinical experiences because of the pandemic. And now you're already back into it scribing, which is great. And, and that's just going to continue through the application cycle. So from a clinical experience standpoint, I think you're fine. My, my gut tells me that's not going to be an issue because of the pandemic and because of some decreased expectations from medical school admissions committees. And, and my mapped team, Dr. Scott Wright, our VP of academic advising, did an inside med admissions panel with three deans and directors of medical school admissions on our YouTube channel, mapped.tv. You can go find that. And it was a discussion, the, the first one at least, it's a, it's a running series, but the first one was, how is COVID going to affect admissions this cycle? And that was a big one, right? We understand, we as in the admissions committees, we understand that students are going to have less clinical experience. We understand that they're going to have less shadowing. And that's just, it is what it is. So from that standpoint, I don't think you should worry as much. From an MCAT standpoint, I think that's going to be the biggest question mark for you. And yeah. so you have this kind of weird situation. Have you taken a full length yet for the MCAT? I took it um I took it around school so like February okay a while ago yeah a while ago okay I got like a 496 which Great. is not yeah but like I feel like my GPA I need like a 515 or something well everyone wants a 520 but for like your first full length was that your first full length that was my second my that was your second one- in the summer of COVID, and then I, it was like a 480 something, and then I just gave up. And I was like, ah. <laughs> Yeah. So 
that that is a normal starting point for most students is that mid 490s. So you're where potentially you should be. Now you have the end of May, you have June and half of July. The question is, do you think that's enough time to get where you want to be? If I were you, I would potentially submit my application to one school so that I can get verified. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be a throwaway school like a lot of students say. Apply to schools that you want to go to. Apply to one school, get that application in, study, 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 study for the MCAT, work on your secondary applications as if you're going to crush the MCAT and you're going to go back and add 20 more schools to your list. So prepare secondaries for all 20 schools or 21 schools, whatever it is. And when you get your MCAT score back, but if you're going to go through with it, right, if you're going to actually sit for the exam or if you're going to cancel last minute, obviously it's all a moot point. But if you're going to sit for the exam, write those secondary essays, take that month where you're waiting for your stupid score because it takes a month for some stupid reason, <laughs> uh, get get your score back. But in that in the interim, you're working on your secondary essays and then see where it goes. And if the score comes back and it's not where you want it, then just go, okay, I guess I'm going to apply next cycle. Okay. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds, I was planning on studying like right after this call so I can just start before I lose that momentum of like, let me get it, like start studying. Yeah. July something. And, yeah. yeah. How much time do you have to dedicate to studying? Oh, I just graduated. I have all the time. You have all the time. Are you doing a course like a Blueprint live online course or their online course? Or are you no. going to self-study? Uh, I was thinking about self-studying. Okay. I do have blueprint um for the four exams the exams yep definitely blueprint full-length exams are the best ones out there besides the double amc i would also get the double amc material if you haven't already i have it because of the fee assistant nice um, yep so that's that okay that's pretty much it. I was just going to use between that. And I was thinking about getting UWorld, but... UWorld. Everyone loves UWorld. I, I would highly recommend UWorld. I know this this is sponsored by Blueprint, but I highly recommend UWorld as well. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to see how I guess I can schedule all of that. Yeah. Together. Just Blueprint has their, their study planner tool. So kind of plug in the dates of when you're planning on taking the MCAT, what you're doing now, and... And just rock with it and and self-study. Form a study group if you can. If you're not part of the pre-med hangout, I would join the pre-med hangout and go find some students who are uh, also taking the MCAT July 17th. It's a very popular date. And and form a study group and just just crush it. All righty. Well, oh, one more question. Yeah. So I take a committee letter. However, um, <clears throat> what if I don't apply or like if I pull back everything can I reuse that coming letter or no? I would talk to the committee and see if they can update it. I, ideally, right, best case scenario is your letters are dated the same year of your application. Got it. Okay. Okay. That's that's okay. ideal scenario. It doesn't mean you can't, but ideally, they'll update it for the application year. Okay. Well, I'll ask them that too, just in case. All right. Anything else? No, I don't know. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, right. Oh, well, for the post, if I do want to take like post back, 
Will I put that on my application? No. No, the the classes won't go on the application. Unfortunately, you could you could potentially talk about it. Some of the secondaries will ask, like, what are your plans if you're not a full time student? And so okay. you you can potentially put there that you're going to continue to take classes. Uh, that that's something you could put there. Okay, but like, what about prescribing? If I start in April and like. Do I lengthen that too until? Yeah. So read the instruction manual first and foremost. All the application uh, services are different in terms of what they want you to do. But AMCAS specifically says put your estimated rate, date range, including up to the start of medical school. So for you, potentially, would be August of 2022. And then for the total hours that you put down, you're also estimating that out for that end date range. Okay, then. That is it. All right. Well, good luck to you. Hopefully, this will give you a little spark of fire to just roll with it. And, and again, at any point, you go, you know what? This is too much stress, and it's not worth it. And you just pull back and go, I'm going to wait until next year. I wouldn't, I wouldn't use that as a crutch to, to not put in your full effort moving forward as soon as we hang up. But just know in the back of your mind, there's no reason you have to apply this cycle, but it sounds like you've done everything that you are ready to apply. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining me here on Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. Did you know that we record these live on Facebook at 3 p.m. Eastern on most weekdays? Search for Medical School HQ on Facebook and like the page to be notified. Don't forget to check out our amazing Facebook group, The Hangout, at medicalschoolhq.net slash group.